listening to the Young Money Podcast, where Eddie Youngrice interviews young entrepreneurs, hustlers, and innovators to get a first-hand view into the exciting future and the people who will lead us there. I'm just like, oh, uh, the, the, the lighting doesn't have to be perfect, so. <laughs> I know what I look like. I haven't looked in the mirror at all today. It's fine. It, it looking good, man. I'm still wearing the same shit I wore out last night, so. That's it. <laughs> um, how you doing? Doing, uh, doing well. It's been a crazy uh, past few weeks, to say the least. Um, but it's exciting, so I'm doing great, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. First off, appreciate it, Ethan. You know, you you being on this. Um, funny how we met like a year ago through like Flutter and do some influencer stuff together. And then I feel like we, I've been like following you and your journey has just been, you've been growing and growing and killing it. It seems like, um, that's, that's awesome. Are you in, are you in Miami still? Yeah, I'm in Miami. Okay. Cause I, if I remember correctly, you were, you're, uh, you were living in New York and then you moved to Miami during COVID and then you just stayed there. Cause I actually just moved to New York. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened actually. Yeah. I moved down here cause of the, the gyms were open and there's no state income tax. So yeah. I couldn't complain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Florida. So Nice. Very, yeah, very, very familiar with the, the pros and cons. And my, uh, you know, my parents are from uh, the north. So, um, but awesome. So, I just to get kind of started, super lightweight, you know, podcast. Want to have you on here, you know, share kind of what you've been up to and, um, you know, help, help promote, you know, all the interesting stuff you've been doing and maybe even share advice to other entrepreneurs and creators like yourself. Um, I guess just to get kind of get the ball rolling, um, I'd love to, you know, hear more about your background, maybe like how you, high level, like how did you get from, you know, college, I guess, or, you know, being an entrepreneur to where you are today as a creator on TikTok and also an entrepreneur? Yeah. Um, yeah. I started, I think I was a senior in college, had an idea for a company, um, built it out, ran that company, raised capital, did the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it was a success, but like a minor success. It wasn't like a you know, F you money, you know, I don't have to work ever again type of ordeal. So um, exiting that company, I went to a large tech company where I currently work. I was a computer scientist in college. So I was able to, you know, program and build out my entire application for my company. Yeah. Um, yeah. After I moved on from that, I decided to go work for a big tech company. Um, I don't want to say their name right now, just because I'm in a lot of hot water with them or I I shouldn't even, I shouldn't really speak on the matter right now because of recent events, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's just been like crazy, but things are going great. Like, honestly, um, I'm not concerned at all. I actually yeah. have, in my opinion, a very good position um, and life's really good right now. So uh, okay. as much as I can speak on the exact matter, uh, yeah, I, I started a company, it did well, and now I'm working at a tech company, at least for now. And, uh, you know, things are going good. And, and, and what's that other thing you do on the side? What's the other thing I do on the side? Like right now. Uh, I do TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I do. Wait, I, I'm sorry. So the question was, uh, yeah, I do TikTok. I also create apps. Yeah. I have a company I'm, I'm dropping uh, very soon, a new app. The next thing I create is going to be like my best creation ever. I'm so excited to release this product. Yeah. It's going to cause a controversy, but I, it, it's such I, I am just so excited to, okay. and I can't think it doesn't exist yet, but I, I can in a sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So this next app I'm dropping, I'm just like super excited for it. Especially in the, in the consumer world, like controversial sell. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be controversial, but like, I guess I just find like, this is not even like, if you call Uber controversial, it's like similar to that. It's like the people versus the government in a sense, or the, okay. the people versus the state. Uh, Cause you know, a lot of times Uber had to like petition a yeah, local yeah. government to allow their cars, something similar kind of uh, conundrum that I'm coming across right now. Super cool. And uh, you don't have to talk too much about it. It's obviously like in, you know, stealth, but any timeline on that? I can tell you about it. I don't, I okay. Don't care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I have okay. a prototype about you. So I built an app that, um, you know how everywhere all over the states, all of the cities, you can do pay by phone, right? Uh, what, what do you mean by that? Pay by phone? I'm so like, I'm so like a space cadet today. I've been nonstop having conversations. I'm sorry. You know, you can pay for parking with your phone now. You don't have to actually like, yeah. the meat or anything yeah i've yeah. just been like over today no, you're good. um so uh <laughs> i i'm building an a app that uses the camera and it's going to actually be a standalone camera when it's finished imagine like a standalone like a dashboard camera yeah. it has three cameras um that point you know straight ahead and two points to the side you put it on the front of your uh, car and the back of your car two of these devices and what happens is it looks for people of a particular type parking police and when it finds them it pays for your parking right away. Otherwise, you don't pay. So essentially, you put this device here. Yeah. And you only parking if someone shows up. And That's the way it's, it's super smart is that they actually collaborate with each other. So if one sees it, then that whole entire row will pay for parking of all wow. those cars. And the idea is that we can ensure that no one will ever get a parking ticket again. So for 20 bucks a month or 10 bucks a month, yeah. you'll never get a parking ticket again. And if you follow our steps correctly, like any yeah. kind of insurance plan, if you follow the plan, if you get a parking ticket, we'll cover it. And um, the idea is that the group uh, paying into this will be still less than uh, not paying into it like if you're an individual. But then overall, uh, we'll make money from the lack of tickets overall. Essentially, the government will be losing money. That's super smart. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a sick idea. Um, and and have you already built? So that's a little bit of like uh, software and hardware play. So you, are you you built out a yeah, camera already? So we I've built out the app uh, for the iPhone, okay. and obviously no one's going to leave their iPhone in their car just like looking out. So okay, that was yeah. my prototype. I've been running it for months. It's hilarious to see these like parking foods come by and they're like, yeah. put the number in. Like, he's like 15 minutes left on the time because it buys yeah. the smallest amount. They walk away, they come back, and, it, and like while they're putting the thing in to check yeah. it, it pays for parking right there. And they're right. like, what the fuck's going on? But, but do and, the, can, the, can the parking police like, uh, can they fool it by like dressing in costumes or obviously not going to do I that? I mean, I guess they probably could, but no one knows at this point. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> also it, it takes into account behaviors too. So standing in front of the car with a device actually is the biggest indicator. So you'd have okay. to hide the device. You'd have to be like off to the side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it'd be a hard, it'd be a hard ordeal. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I was actually really excited to have you on here because I feel like you're, um, you're doing everything. I feel like you're kind of like leading the example with, with like entrepreneurship and how people should kind of live in a way. I mean, like finding like, like, you know, passions and finding what skills you're good at. And then just doing a bunch of stuff, stuff around that, building a brand around you and leveraging with the channels right now. And then when you have that platform, you can do whatever you want and you can keep being creative and like, you know, make money from that and, you know, live on your own time. So I wanted to talk to you for a while because I saw you Kind of, I mean, I, I'm sure you were doing this stuff before, but I feel like during COVID, you especially like took off and you've been leaning into this. I've been following you know, across social media, all the apps you've been dropping, all the products you've been working on. Um, it's super, it's super cool. Yeah. So to answer your question, I just started when COVID happened. So it wasn't like I was doing, I was doing a little bit of stand comedy before this, just like off to the side. Yeah. And then when COVID happened, I'm like, let me apply my form of humor 
uh, with technology. And I think there's a market here. And there is, there's a massive market. And my telling, and I can, somewhat of a character that I play, but it's not always a character. It's, I call it a character, but it is actually me in a sense. It's, you know, people like to see um, people who overcome adversity. A lot of people go through various challenges in life and how I use my thoughts, my technology, my background to win. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. that. So they, they kind of like vicariously, like they feel that winning a yeah, yeah, yeah. means of storytelling. It's kind of like, a, yeah, it's like a TV show, kind of like watching like MacGyver or, you know, someone skiing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Sometimes that is the case. I mean, what happens is a lot of times we find ourselves in life where um, we're given a certain scenario and we have to overcome it. And um, the initial solutions aren't the best. And yeah. having seen many scenarios, having studied like psychology and social engineering and all these various issues, um, using these kind of fundamental like, skill sets uh, with you know, the social engineering and psychology, you can really have a complete alternative route to solving problems that will give you a much larger edge. Um, and people love to see that play out. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and how did you, even going back, how did you even get the, like, um, the courage, I guess, to even put yourself out there? Have you always been like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to like promote myself. No, it was more like at some point, I think I turned like 28 and I'm like, damn, like I was ending my company at the time. And I was just like, I was, I was, I was exiting it. I was leaving the whole thing. And yeah. it was a minor win. It wasn't a major win. And I'm like, shit, what do I do now? And I'm yeah. like, imagine if I get old and I don't do this social media thing that I've always wanted to do. I feel like I'd be good at it. Everyone tells me I'd be good at it. Yeah. And it was one of those things like if I'm 90 years old and I don't do it, like yeah. I don't, who cares like what that small group of like cool kids in high school think when they see me on social media, like yeah. they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. all right. Yeah. And I started doing it and I got a lot of, it's kind of fascinating when you first start creating content, it's like the first hundred thousand followers people talk shit to you and you read it and it hurts a little bit. You're like, damn. I didn't know. I, I know I'm missing hair on my eyebrows, but I didn't know everyone saw it. Like, God damn. Or like my hairline isn't perfectly straight. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You hear everything. And then what happens is like, at some point it just becomes white noise. And right now, like if I get a bad comment, I actually try to be nice in return. Yeah. Um, and it really confuses people if I respond at all. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I think I got a comment recently. I just like was looking through my thing, and then you get a bunch of comments. You see whatever, and yeah. someone wrote, like, um, like it was about it was about the viral video by Barstool that the Barstool reshared about the uh, the girl in the pool table. Yeah, that was that was great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> someone was like, like this is why like you're undesirable, blah 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 blah. And I'm I'm like, and I, just, I just responded, "Are you desirable?" And it's just like I'm not being rude, and like she now she has to like say like. Yeah, because I do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to respond to that. And then like other kids will just rip into her. And I don't, I don't want that to happen, but it's like an awkward thing where like you have to now prove yourself. Like don't come at, if you come at a troll with like a, hey, like F you yeah. this, like that's the game they want you to play. Just open it up. It's like, okay, so what do you let, do? Let, let the crowd. So it's kind of, so, I mean, so many things yeah. to talk about here. I've been like talking to a lot of friends about this. Like inherently, if you're like a, like a, you're a content creator or a leader, you're kind of like separate from the pack. And so it's human nature not to want to be in that position. It's like the whole adage around like people are afraid of public speaking. They'd rather be like, you know, in the casket, stupid, than like reading the whatever obituary, whatever it's called. Um, and so it's the same thing with, with content. You put yourself out there. Most so, social media platforms, it's like the 1% actually create, 99% consume. Yeah. And initially it is nerve wracking. We're supposed to not want to be like, you know, on a stage, right? But then once you're on that stage, you're essentially becoming like a leader and you create that community 
And then like, yeah, you're going to numbers game. You're going to have like a couple of idiots in the, in the crowd and trolls. But then eventually as you start growing your brand and you feel more confident, then you can leverage the size of that crowd against that troll. Right. If you, if you, if you want to, yeah. if you want to, but it's not, it's not even that, that like, you're right. But like, I use, I create content off my trolls. It's amazing. It's like, it fits my brand perfectly. It's an amazing <laughs> psychological phenomenon. Yeah. Like, um, I have a video that I haven't released yet. And this one's, I'm telling you right now, you're hearing yeah. it first. This one's going to go hyper viral. I, I know when I'm making viral content. I know the ones that hit. How, I know the how, how do you know that? How do you, yeah, I was going to say like, the how do you. Line, the the storyline of all my viral videos are yeah. exactly the same. It's, it's a very relatable, terrible situation that everyone's been through. Yeah. And then I overcome it in a very ironic, hilarious way. And mm-hmm. then people feel the dopamine rush of like, wow, I could have done that. Or that's me in the same scenario I once experienced. It's, it's relatable, but like it's a relatable, little aspirational. Yeah. So like, here's an example. Here's, here's the video. And I haven't even dropped it yet. And it's going to go crazy viral. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of kids yeah. were trolling me. I saw that. I keep seeing the same names on my comments. You know, I have I got many, many comments, <laughs> thousands of them, but the same goddamn names, I keep seeing them in my little feed. Like they just know when to comment and I, I happen yeah. to see it. Yeah. And um, well, these kids, man, they're saying like, oh, your, your, eye, your eyes are missing hair. Da, 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 da. So I, um, <laughs> I, I made a separate account. I've done this before. This is my strategy. I made a separate account yeah. and then I joined in on, on the mocking of me. Okay. So I'm like, oh, Ethan, like, yeah. you're, you know, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with this kid. Like I, I, I created a separate account and I, I, I like the trolls comment and I pretended to be his friend and I messaged him and I've done this before. And I was like, yeah, man, like you play Roblox. That's the game all the kids are playing now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, man. They play this game called East Brickton uh, Roblox. And it's like this GTA style game, but it's like for kids or whatever. So I started playing with these kids as this, as this character. I asked them, hey, man, like, do you want to play? They think I'm some just like random person on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I started playing with these kids and I got deep into their organization. They play this game. They, it's like a real thing. They buy a house in the, in the simulated world. Yeah. All these kids play together. So I got me and a bunch of my friends to like join, kind of like infest the, like the the gang that they yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, they had like this cookout and we shot the whole place and took everything. And then I'm like, yeah, it's actually Ethan Kaiser from TikTok. <laughs> and the video is hilarious. Like the kids like screaming, like it's just so funny. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just, I, I did this very like methodical track down of this troll to the, the game that he plays in his place. Yeah. And I trolled him back and um, people love that storyline. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny and like, yeah, uh, you're like outsmarting them. You know, it's like it's like uh, exactly. yeah. Wiley Coyote or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole it's the whole brand is like, you know, when you have adversity, like how do you use your brain to? Or not, oh. I mean, it's, it's what I say, but like, how do you outsmart your competition? How do you overcome adversity with very very like well thought out methodical approaches? And, and, and never and never and like I you know I, I, you have to kind of say this these these days, but never in like extreme cyberbullying. You know, never in like. Always uh, yeah, done, never, yeah, craft, always done like craftfully of like outsmarting them, but never, you know, like using the axe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't put someone at risk with that. I would never dox anyone. I would never yeah. do anything like that. I mean, my entire story for how I even started on TikTok was mm-hmm. that storyline of like an ex-girlfriend who slept with my best friend. And instead of me just like rolling over and doing nothing, and instead of me like slashing tires and being angry, I gave it a little bit of time. I thought about it. And then I created like a fake uh, news website called <laughs> local one. Yeah. And, and um, I just uh, took a real news website, copied it over, changed the logo a little bit, and then ran this article of me winning the lottery. And I screenshot <laughs> it and I put it on my Instagram. And then I put a link to the actual article. And it looked like yeah, a yeah. real uh, uh, news website. The ads worked. 
Then I went on TikTok and I had no followers. I'm like, mm-hmm. guys, go blow up this post on my Instagram. My ex-girlfriend stuff with my best friend. Like, mm-hmm. let's blow this up and make it look like it's real. And let's see what happens. And these kids, like, like everyone joined in. Everyone came to my Instagram. They blew up this post. They liked it. My ex-girlfriend saw it. And yeah, I never like said her name or anything, but she reached out to me saying she missed me and she was so sorry. Was that, and, that uh, part was true? The ex-girlfriend part? Yeah, this is, this is all true. Okay. This is, no, I, I remember, I, I remember when you did it, but I wasn't sure if like the lottery, obviously that was like a setup, but I didn't know if the girlfriend part was a setup too. No, no, the, the girlfriend, the girlfriend part was all true. This, the, 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 the setup was the lottery part. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, um, like with prank shows and like, I have a couple of friends who are like in that prank world and like, you know, her comedians I actually want to ask in a second about your comedy, like, you know, background, or whatever, but it's a lot, there's a little bit of a structure as well with props where you have like part of the group is set up. And then the other part, you want that authentic reaction. If everything is staged, it won't work. Right. I, like- actually, I actually completely hate the whole prank scene. I, I don't consider myself anything near that at all. Like, sure, sure. I think, I think the pranking world is a, it's, it's dead. I don't even touch it. I don't think what I'm doing is pranking. Actually. I take real scenarios that I come across and I play them out in a way so that uh, I can I can tell a story. Mm-hmm. Very rarely, I I might uh, magnify some pieces of it to add to the sure. storytelling. Yeah, yeah. But the the core functionality, the core uh, objective, all my stuff has an objective at the end. It isn't like let's see the reaction. Okay, we got a reaction, and then like what now? Like oh, that was it. And like uh, okay, like that's been played out so many times, right? Mm-hmm. Mine's mm-hmm. all about like there is something I get at the end of it. Like there's always something I get, whether I'm getting into a club for free because I'm using my fake live app or I'm, you know, getting some form of revenge of exposing someone who obviously is like not a very good person or whatever. No, I'm not going to put their name out there or I'm not going to, you know, make someone lose their job or anything because they let me into a club. But there's always a goal at the end of Mm -hmm. a a storyline that I get something at the end. No, yeah, I, I I love it and like you you nailed it and it's like authentically you and people love it and it does go viral pretty frequently. So I think you're deaf. I mean, you're you're on you're not like you're on something. You're already you're already in you know already doing it. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty cool. I mean, do you, did you did you expect to be in this position? You know, four years ago or two years ago? I mean, I started this like a year and a half ago, and yeah. I would say. Um, Yes and no. I, I didn't expect my TikTok to be as viral, as big as it is. Um, I probably thought my YouTube would be bigger, actually, because mm. I was investing lots of time into it. I then realized quickly that my organic reach on YouTube is just so low, whereas compared to my uh, TikTok, and I was making like eight hours of editing and shooting footage to make a video. Yeah. So like a lot of time. And um, it just wasn't giving me any return. And I saw the opportunity to put YouTube on hold do TikTok, get an audience there and then port them over yeah, and then yeah. come up with ways of creating consistent content on YouTube that doesn't take eight hours, whether it's yeah. like not podcasts, but like conversational stuff, like things sure. you can just shoot and get 15 minutes of footage or yeah, 10 yeah. to 15 minutes of footage without, um, you know, a ton of work. Yeah. That's like the sweet spot. Yeah. Cause I mean, even like, you know, I'm just doing this pod, you know, whatever, but I've done I've done mixed influencer marketing, you know, I'm kind of, you know, pretty, pretty tied up in that world, creator economy, all that stuff. But one thing that people don't realize is like creating content does take a lot of time or can take a lot of time. So like, are, are you pretty efficient with that? Cause I do think like, and like it becomes, I mean, you know, you're on the end of where you have a massive following, it becomes a little demanding where like you have to keep producing more and more to keep, you know, your fans happy. And then like, once you like take a break, they get angry 
you know, or not angry, but you know, you, there's like, a, it's a little bit of a treadmill. And I think a lot of people don't, don't realize that. Or what are your thoughts on that? That's yeah. the- it's not really like that with me, unfortunately. Like, I don't feel that way. Like okay. I have, I, I feel like I have to create content, but TikTok isn't like a consistency thing. It's like, sure. give us your best stuff. Like the yeah, content yeah, yeah. is what we want. The best quality is what we show. Mm-hmm. And so I spend more time living my life, finding these scenarios and then playing them out. Whether, you know, some, I, you know, not everything I do is like some form of like, an ex, uh, you know, a big brain like scenario that I play out, but mm-hmm. you know, I do other things. I find iron, irony in life. And I talk about it, whatever. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I have a schedule for TikTok. I don't feel like yeah. I'm obligated to anything. Um, I've learned that if you create really good content, um, they go viral and you'll get 50 to a hundred thousand followers then consistently posting mediocre stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. go for big. And, and, and if you could save your time and you could relax yeah, yeah, and, not yeah. and then do another big one, that's way better than consistently mm-hmm. running yourself down for yeah. TikTok. For YouTube, it's yeah. way different. YouTube looks for consistency. They want it's, to have okay. it. It depends on the platform. It definitely depends on the platform. Yes. Um, and it's cool. I mean, this window with TikTok is crazy. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't think every, you know, Instagram, Instagram, or obviously in the early days, it was easier to get bigger and grow a following, but just, I think based on TikTok's nature of like the, you know, algorithm and, you know, the fact that it's all discovery based, um, I think it's just like a really interesting way to grow online. And, and it's very merit, merit based, right? You're not like, <clears throat> I've heard like, you know, Evan Spiegel from Snapchat talking about TikTok in the early days about how Instagram was like s- focused on status and how Instagram or TikTok is focused on talent and how um, inherently people value talent over status more. And so that's why, you know, TikTok videos tend to be more, more engaging and interesting. Some like, you know, consumer theory, but interesting though, because it is true. You can be like a kid in the Philippines, you know, or wherever some random, you know, some, in, in some foreign country produce, you know, piece of content that's really done really well in a really creative and smart way. And you could have massive reach and not need a studio and not be in Hollywood and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And I also think what's really fascinating about this is um, you just mentioned Snapchat and I actually just started using Twitter. Like I don't really do Twitter and like I have like now I was yeah. going viral on Twitter too. And I realized like, if you're at Twitter, if you're head of product at Twitter, I don't know who the head of, pro- head of product is like, you should have made TikTok. I mean, the door was wide. It, TikTok, it, Twitter is TikTok in a sense, um, just designed slightly different with a different, with the video first mindset, you know? Mm-hmm. Twitter should have been TikTok uh, from, from every single, like the, the, the structure is TikTok, like with the, the, the categories and how things are broken down and yeah. how you get recommended things because of that. That's fascinating to me. I didn't, I, I don't use Twitter. I now see why a lot of people like it. Um, I'm just now getting into it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, um, consumer social kind of sucks uh, having done a lot of consumer social startups, but also it's interesting and it's, you know, it's, it's rewarding, you know, it's rewarding because you're, you know, you're affecting people, but also it's more, it's more sophisticated intellectual than people think. There's a lot of science that goes into these things. And like, obviously people know social network and all that. And there's like classes about the endless, you know, scroll and, you know, engineering for addiction and dopamine. But um, there's a lot of, once you get that first viral growth and you get like, like early users, and, and you keep sustaining that, like these product teams have a lot of insight, especially Facebook's like the best at this. They have, you know, they A-B test everything and they're like so smart at it. But 
<clears throat> I bring that up because I think I, I could be wrong here, but I think Twitter though kind of had a little bit of a like a recovery. I think Trump helped them, and then I think they started investing back into Twitter, and I think they actually leveraged. I could be wrong because I stopped using Twitter for a while, and I only only times I heard people using Twitter in the past four years was, was either for like dumb memes, um, but like not as it was more on Instagram, Donald Trump and political stuff. But other, other than that, it was like in Silicon Valley where I was living, it was all about like tech Twitter and stuff. But then recently in the last two years, it's been starting to grow back. And I think I could be wrong. I think that they maybe looked at TikTok and maybe leveraged the earnings from, you know, from Trump and like that gave them more fuel to keep investing back into it. And they realized what they had. And now they're trying to lean into the whole creator economy thing, which they can do very well if they execute that correctly. Like they could kill Substack. I don't know if you know Substack, but they're just a newsletter. They're like a creator economy tool where you can create a newsletter. You know, you could be a journalist and you don't have to work for a big media company. You work, you know, you, you, you work on your own and you could have your own subscribers, you know, like OnlyFans, you know, pay for your content. So it's very, very you know, decentralized. It, Twitter could kill that because Twitter has discovery and they have people on there. Whereas Substack, it's relying on you to bring your own followers from other social media platforms. So Twitter could execute very well here, but it, it is interesting because I do think, I could be wrong. I don't know. I've been analyzing, but I think that they've been reinvesting and like recalibrating, you know, how they're, how it's set up. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think Twitter should definitely do that. I, I just got on it really. And it's, it's fun. Um, yeah. I think it's really good for media too. As if you want to like in contact with journalists, et cetera, like Twitter yeah. is the place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I feel like I feel like you have had a lot of really cool uh, uh, skits, or you know, or I don't know what you call them. Just I don't want to call me. Either. I wouldn't call them skits though. I don't really do any skits, but um, not skits. Yeah, videos. I don't videos. know. I don't know yeah, what call yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, do you have any big plans for like for net for what's next? Like, you know, do you want to do some yeah. different platforms? I mean, you said you work well, on the app right now. Very, very big plans for what I'm doing next. I mean, my whole thing is the very beginning, it's I'm doing social media to find my next company. And that's why I'm doing this, right? Interesting. And okay. I don't know if Park Guards, which is my my next product launch, I mean, I think it's going to rock. I think, I know it's going to go viral. But when yeah, I show it'll, it, it'll go viral. Like, What's yeah. it called? Park Guards. Park Guards. Okay. It's kind of like, Guards. I was going to say this earlier, it's kind of like the, um, actually a lot of people in Florida have this. It's semi-illegal. Um, there's like a little- Radar. Yeah. 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 Radar yeah. is illegal. But guess what? Or it's illegal in New York. I don't know if it's illegal in Florida, but this is a camera and you're going to, how are oh, you? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this. Yeah. I'm not saying that this would be, I'm just saying like, it's, it's the analogy is that when I immediately, I thought of that and a lot of people have them and it's, and it works um, and it's useful and it saves people money. I think if you, um, from the, I've been talking to a lot of consumer founders who are successful. And the biggest thing is like, you need to solve a need and you, it basically needs to be about like, you know, some gain, you know, in some way for users. And usually it's money. And if you can do that, people will use it. Like that's the whole thing right there. It's that I can show like for the first month using this, I've saved hundreds of dollars from parking yeah. in the city. And I have the app is laid out. So it shows you like how much you're saving since you've used this product. Like it's, it's cool. all in your face. Like we yeah, designed yeah, this. Yeah. I say we, it's just me. So I designed it this way. I usually say we yeah. because that's what so, entrepreneurs do. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, you want to sound like you have a big team, right? 
Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> I, I used to play that game. I remember. Yeah, yeah like I, I mean, I do that with some things too. Everyone, you know, like make fake email accounts. Like my assistant Ashley, you know, will walk you through this. Or I never really, did that. That's crazy. No, I, I, I have a friend who um, he has like. It's funny. He's like a, an artist, like like trying to be like you know he's a rising DJ, and he made an email for his manager, and <laughs> his manager's name is M. And it just means manager, but it's really him. So like, oh, I'll let M take it from here. And it's just him like messaging and making uh-huh. it incredible. Yeah. 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 You have to careful that stuff. I mean, I I, used, I I know one time particularly a TikToker did something like that to me that was, we wanted to collab with me and mm-hmm. I sniffed it out right away. I'm like, this guy's so full of shit. And oh, just, really? I never, yeah. I, I don't, if, if I catch that, that's just weird to me. Like, dude, what are you putting on a show for me? But I get it. Like everyone tries to do it. I used to do that shit a lot. Like when I first started my first company, mm-hmm. um, now I realize how little anyone cares really. And, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've been noticing this is this as well. Like there's actually, I there's a lot of Gen Z consumer startups um, that are, I don't know if this is a trend or, or viral like blip, but they're going viral on um, on TikTok and getting a lot of users for cheap. And they're going like very viral and they're like starting with the account. I mean, kind of what you were doing, but these are like inexperienced younger people, not to say that you can't be young and experienced, but I've seen a lot of examples of these apps going viral on, on TikTok and then like rising the, the charts, which is like kind of unheard of, you know, beforehand, like you'd have to pay for that or do a lot of ads, PR, et cetera. Um, some viral loop in built into the app, but these apps are just getting are just growing off of TikTok. I don't know. I mean, if I have over 100,000 users on, on Parallel Live, which is the exact same scenario. I mean, I was number 13 in education. My app was ranked in education. That's crazy. And yeah. I was number 13 for the longest time. And uh, that's like, a, it's actually a, the whole story for how I got Parallel Live, which is my yeah. fake live simulator into yeah, can, the can, app. It's the one they rejected it seven times. And can, can you explain the app for people who don't know what it is? Okay. So I wanted to... I thought it was hilarious in Miami how much people care about clout. Yeah. So I made an app that makes you look like you're live streaming on Instagram with tens of thousands of people watching you and fake comments rolling up. And depending on where you place your thumb, the comments will start saying different things. Like mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm with people, I'm like, guys, am I the best looking he- person here? And I put my thumb <laughs> in this little like, secret area. Then all the comments saying, yes, Ethan, totally agree with you. Da, 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 da. And like, everyone's like freaking out. Like, dude, you have so many viewers. And like, I got in the clubs, people went crazy. Everyone yeah. was like, oh my God, who is this guy? Uh, but now I have a following. So now I don't have to lie anymore. I used to be like, oh, don't look me up. I'm being private. But now I'm like, oh, get my TikTok. And then yeah, like, yeah. there's a million. So I can get away with it now. But for the longest time, I couldn't. Um, but yeah, so I, that app, I used to say like, if you, I, so I would shoot these videos of me going into places using my app. But what they didn't know is they're watching a commercial. They're watching a commercial for my product. If you want to feel fame, if you want to experience what this is like, download my app it's 10 yeah, bucks yeah. for the premium features and so, so in a way they're obviously a little bit different but like you said every video has a reason or an outcome like in that in that those videos were growing you like your followers well, yeah, it was a commercial but i also was getting into places like i was yeah. actually like, not just yeah yeah, yeah yeah i was doing something with it um and yeah i mean i think this whole like idea of like using tiktok to grow consumer-based products is like a very smart idea mm-hmm. i did it it works really well i have another app dropping the park guard that's gonna go viral yeah i plan i think it's gonna i'm gonna do a kickstarter i think it's gonna just like run my kickstarter up it's kind of like also has like the ways qualities of like you know the, yeah. different, the different cameras like working together and like building a community around that's cool and yeah. you could even have like you know like sharing how much other people have made right and like you know how, how much other people have saved i mean yeah 
Um, yeah, we'll do all of that. I mean, we're we're putting together a campaign for it. And I also have like friends now. Once you get to a certain level, yeah. I'm friends with guys who I mean, I would consider like real friends. And these guys have like 10 million followers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You seen him, right? Hey, yeah, what, he's cool. What's his name? Sorry. It's like Dylan. I don't know his last name. But he does like the Cold Stone ice cream. He always flips the ice cream up. I mean, he's like very popular. He's like 10 million or something. Okay. Good guy. I mean, I never really met the dude, but we chat a lot. And he, I just tell you he's a good person, right? Like people like that you meet and like eventually you drop a product. They think it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you out. And like, it, it, it really is a community. I've been talking about that as well recently that like the more people you meet, I like, you know, moved to New York and um, I love that environment here, you know, just like, but just in general, like it's not a zero sum game. Um, you meet people who are like ambitious, creative, doing things. There's always ways to collaborate and to win together. And like, hey, like, you know, Ethan, check this out, like, whatever, like, you want to get in or help out or like, look what I'm doing. And actually, people like feed off that energy. It's actually not like a negative thing. So that's, that's super cool. Obviously, there's like some people who are like, you know, kind of suck. But for the most part, um, it's all about like, like, the successful people know each other. There's a reason for that. It's like groups and like people help each other out in different ways. I had one scenario where it didn't work out, but other really? than that, like, most of my collabs have been super good. I, mean, I don't really do collabs like that, but like, I, I've really not done a collab to be honest with you, but like, I think, I think I will do more in the future. I don't, I don't do any brand deals. I don't, I don't want brand money. I, 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 I was going to, I was going to ask you that. So you haven't, you haven't done any branding, no paid partnerships, nothing like that. I reach out all the time, but I always say no, because the couple hundred dollars is nothing to me. It's the, yeah. like the needle for me at all. And um, I just don't care to, you know, uh, risk my creativity and my storytelling for, a product placement that doesn't make any sense. If the product makes sense, yeah, then yes. Like if someone came to me with Parallel Live, my fake live app, and they already invented it, yeah. Well, actually, so, well, that's a whole other thing. But regardless, <laughs> if someone came to me individually and had the app working, I I would possibly then use it and promote it and and, and get paid for that because it fits my content. Sure. But yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time, I don't accept any uh, brand stuff because the money means nothing to me. What if it was like Alpha Brain? You know. You could uh, a brand. I, I work out. I, uh, yeah. If it, Ethan will give you $50,000 to do a video or a few videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. We can do that. I think I do that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, I can be bought. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I can be bought, but, uh, <laughs> Everyone has a number. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, a couple hundred dollars for like a stupid video, it's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, that's cool. And, and like, just curious on that, like you, do you, do you get paid? Like I know TikTok pays a lot of creators. Is, is that decent? Like the, Every you know platform has a different way to compensate creators. You know Spotify, creator fund. Yeah, is that is that like is it a good amount of money that someone could could live off of or not? Really? Oh no 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 no, you couldn't live off this money. But is it like good money for like making videos I enjoy making? Yeah, I mean, sure, I, yeah. I, I don't think I'm supposed to say how much, but like it's yeah. not like you should you can't live off of it. Okay, or I'd advise against it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Awesome. Well, I'm trying to think other, other things to mention. Uh, I mean, I guess like, do you have any advice? And, and another thing that I, I feel like is important is you kind of done a lot of things, you know, and I, it's all like generational maybe, or, you know, earlier the, the big dream was kind of, you know, start the next Facebook VC backed company. That's still very much a, a goal for a lot of people. And it's still great. But I think now there's like a new wave of bootstrapping, being a creator, being creative. Um, and I feel like you've done, you've done a little bit of both. Like you've gone through that cycle um, and it sounds like you're a little disillusioned, you know, and obviously you learned a lot, but you realized like there was more to do and you wanted to tap in your, your like comedic side, you know, your cre creative side. And you found a way to not only be creative, but to support yourself 
and build a brand and, and continue doing products as well. So I feel like in a way you follow that trajectory um, and everything worked, you know, pretty well. Yeah. I, I honestly, um, like, to be honest with you, this is super easy for me. Like this, I, I can look at certain um, pages and creators and be like, this is not the right thing for them. Like they just don't have it. They don't have yeah. that, some, that magic spell, like whatever it is that, 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 that makes a creator pop. Some people don't have it. And yeah. I don't think it's not like a, like a narcissist, but like, I know I have it because I've seen it. Like I've seen the moments where I like I go through life. Yeah. I see a scenario. I'm like, Oh, that's a viral. That's, that's viral. Right there. Mm. Like I'm going to either play this out or I'm going to like, fear the situation or I'm going to recreate it in some scenario. Um, very rarely is it like a skit or anything, but like um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a video uh, tonight actually. And it's going to go crazy viral. I'm going to tell it to you right now. Okay. And a lot of times my concepts come from me seeing someone else do something that isn't necessarily what I, how I'm, how I would have handled yeah, it. Yeah. It's they're, close. They're, they're, yeah. They're in a different situation. Something happens and then they handle it. I always favorite videos. And then I go and I say, okay, uh, let me play out that scene slightly mm -hmm. differently mm -hmm. and like talk through it or whatever and make a video around it. And that one goes viral. Right. So I just know what my audience likes. I know I have a very unique skill set, being technical, knowing AI and how yeah, to build yeah. tooling around it. And then the final piece is like, when I meet people who can't do anything other than duplicate other people's work straight up, like straight up, or like they can only do the dances. Like, yeah, the dances work for like a very lucky genetic people like who have like great genes and they look great and they can do the dance. Yeah. For most people, no one cares. Yeah. Like, for most people, no one gets to know you as a person. So no one cares yeah. Yeah. Uh, still. So yeah. I have a theory that um, also like consumer, I would say this a lot, like consumer theories are stupid, you know, who knows like where society's going and whatever, but, and no one really knows, just guessing, but theory is that I read a little bit of stuff that inspired this, that, um, that we're becoming more and more digital as people and like putting our identities online and Gen Z is more comfortable with this because they've been growing up alongside technology um, and an example of this is like cancel culture in a way, like, you know, people are obviously shouldn't be saying bad things, but you know, people aren't perfect and you have thoughts or you say stupid jokes or you make mistakes <clears throat> and cancel culture is an example of like this transition period where we're going on, we're putting our digital selves online. It started with like a little bit of data, then it became more of ourselves then it became our work. And then it became the polished version of it to start with. Cause you want to be very careful what you put online, right? It lives forever. But eventually, like we're going to put all of ourselves online, the good, the bad, the ugly and people and that's going to and people aren't going to care anymore um, because it's actually more efficient to have yourself online. All, all your ideas, it helps like society move forward. If you can share the complete picture, not just like the polished piece that maybe it leaves out one 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 bullet point. That's a maybe a little bit controversial, but actually could be really insightful and lead to something. Um, and so I think we're kind of going through that period and Gen Z is very comfortable with it. They're kind of leading the way. And, um, you know, you yourself, the reason why authenticity is so valued is because people actually do like that. People actually do respect that. And you reach a larger audience, putting yourself the full you online. And over time, that will become everybody. Um, yeah. So I don't know, just a theory, but I've like kind of makes sense. And it just explains how we're kind of going through this awkward teenage phase of being like, OK, like, like, like we're all human. Like, you know, don't like we are you know, vulnerable is cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like how we are. It's like, you know, if you're going to upload, you know, you're going to do a data set, you know, for, you know, 
some project and you're polishing the data because there's like a, you know a segment of the data that you don't like, you know, doesn't support the thesis that you're trying to prove or makes you know makes something look bad, and you don't share the full complete data set, it's flawed. You actually want to share everything, right? But even as like controversial or as strange as it may be, or has it doesn't support the, like what you're trying to do, but eventually like you know c- complete information is better than partial. Um, so I, I do think we're going through this right now, and um, it's cool to see people like you kind of leading the way. And back to you, like you're showing your authentic self, and you're creating your own. Like you're not following a template, and I think people do appreciate that. And it's like your unique yeah. value. I would yeah, I would say the only downside of all this is that like. <clears throat> people that like learn about you and get to know you through your content sometimes think you're like a psychopath. That's the only other like, downside, <laughs> right? Like sometimes um, they think you're a psychopath. Yeah. No, not like I'm a psychopath. They're like, Oh, like I saw your videos. Like they think that's like me as a person. Like I think yeah, yeah. my, my per- I do play a character in a, in a sense, like yeah. it's not straight up acting, but I play into things to make it more interesting. Sure. Like I get compared to from what's this show called? That's so sunny or sunny in Philadelphia. And I'm always compared to that. No, I I never really watched that show that much, but like, yeah, Yeah, I forget his name as well, but like I can compare this, the the character that's like, has like a a minor in psychology. That's like his thing. I have a minor in psychology, (laughs) but like, he's like apparently like a psychopath or whatever. And like, he's uh, methodical or whatever, but that's like his character. It's funny. It's comedy. I, I, I'm similar to that. Uh, I take from that. I also take a lot from uh, what's that other, I can't remember anyone's name now. Uh, there's another HBO HBO show. Um, uh, what, this guy what, is like, what's it about? It's like this guy, and he's like famous for like how Best Buy says like if you uh, he has many different like shows, and one of it's like Best Buy had this thing where like if you find a cheaper TV, we'll match the price. Yeah, I, I actually Nathan, Nathan for you. Yeah, yeah, Nathan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's have, actually really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nathan for you meets like this other, like more charismatic, like psychopath type. And I'm like somewhere <laughs> in the middle there. And it's my character that I play into. Yeah. Um, is it me? Yeah. Some pieces of it is me, but not to that extreme. Like mm. uh, I, when I talk about like in some of my videos, how like if, to know if your ex-girlfriend's cheating on you by using the, her router to see if the device is currently in her house when she says, you know, she's going out or she's staying in or if someone else's phone is there, whatever. Like I've never actually done these things. Like a lot of these times I don't actually yeah. do the things that I say you could do. Um, but, you know, it's just for the jokes of it. Of course. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess, I, I guess you, you just hope though that like, you know, some people's minds you can't change and you're, you're, you know, you're not, you're, you feel content with who you are, how you're presenting yourself. And there's always going to be people, be people who don't interpret in the right way out of, you know, right. Whatever reason. It, it's actually even interesting. Like, um, from like a dating perspective, like I never put my social media on my dating profiles or whatever. Um, I'm actually hardly use dating apps now, but like, I guess I used to think like, Oh, if you have a big following, like, would that help in some sense? And actually the answer is, uh, Yes and no, depending on what you're looking for. And for me personally, like, I don't think it's ever really given me a long-term positive effect. So I always yeah, keep yeah, my yeah. social platforms really quiet, um, try to be like a bit offline when it comes yeah. to like-, like, like You want to chase, cl- we want to chase clout. We all do, you know, we all want to, you know, be yeah, some, but, 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 but we don't want people who, who only like us for the clout, who chase our, you know, it's like, we don't like clout chasers in a way. Like you want- Right. Like it's almost a double-edged sword, you know, you, you get famous or, you know, you get powerful and then uh, people then appreciate that side of you, but not the full picture in a way. 
I agree completely. Yes. And you have to be careful with that. You also have to be careful with like, um, like you might meet someone, you like them a lot. And they're like, we saw this, I saw this video of you of like your ex-girlfriend and how she like cheated on you and you did this crazy thing. Like, are you gonna do it to me? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> that was a very extreme scenario. Yeah. And I never exposed her identity or anything and don't cheat on me, whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll be okay. <laughs> so I don't know, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's that, yeah. that's funny. Um, awesome, man. Well, Ethan, it's been great having you on here. Definitely want to keep in touch more. Um, and yeah, it's just uh last, yeah, any any like advice, any last parting words for for the audience, you know, um that you want to share? In regards to what? Just anything. Like, I don't know, like it, you know, career advice, you know, life advice, being a creator, you know, just life advice, anything or any funny story that you have that you want to share. Well, right now I'm in the middle of like this crazy, crazy debacle right now. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, 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 yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? I really can at this point. I can't go into detail, <laughs> but like the high level is that Rolling Stones wrote a hit piece on me, um, <laughs> leaving me this terrible thing. And they took videos out of context. I have all the source material. Yeah, and, yeah. and I just recently got off the phone with some like top companies like Facebook. And I was talking to the recruiters there, et cetera, because like, um, they called my work and this, this lady, she's like, Oh, Ethan Kaiser, baby face, moderately balding. <laughs> and her husband doesn't have hair to the 80 yard line with no defense. Like, I don't know who she thinks she's like talking to, but this girl, this girl, crazy left this like woke da, 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 um, came at me. So it took all my con all my videos out of context and were like, he's encouraging the harassment of women. Get out of here. I've never even spoke about women. Not once. I was simply making videos on why you shouldn't post your money on the internet as a 1099 employee. Yeah, you get yeah, yeah. You get all and this, they were looking for a story. So I just got off the phone with like um, some people at Facebook and they were like, we don't give a fuck about the Rolling Stones. We don't care what that article says. Like, if you want to come to Facebook, come to Facebook. Like, so there's not, like, I was worried at one point, like, damn, is my comedy and my in my content going to ruin my career aspirations. Interesting. I yeah. think at a certain level it could, like the higher levels you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is correct. But um, at least at like in the mid-level management stuff, uh, and these are, you know, very hard to get roles, but they don't care. They don't give a shit. It's and, hard to find talent. And and back to my, like what I was saying before, it is kind of sad because people don't fully express themselves out of fear of things like that, right? Like, how many times have you heard, you know, or you've done this yourself, you know, we've all done it, about to apply to college, I got to, I got to scrub my Facebook, or I'm about to apply to a job, yeah, I yeah, check yeah. my Twitter version me. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's a little, yeah, it kind of sucks a little bit, you know, because you can't, obviously, you don't be doing bad things, and you want to be, you know, um, smart and learning as you get older, but also just, it makes you just paranoid and afraid of, of, of like, expressing yourself, and the fact that you have to think about that, it's kind of, kind of sucks, but I mean, are you still in your, and like, obviously you're still, you know, in working co big companies, but eventually you, do you want to build like your own media company? Like what's like, oh, you for the next, the next product? Like what's like the big vision? What's like the, 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 the end goal? The, the big vision is I'm going to launch park guards. It's going to go to the moon. And then I'm either going to keep running that or I want to work at a large tech company. I'm currently working at a large tech company. Um, for now. Um, and that's a whole ordeal right now. It's a mess right now. I can't, <laughs> I can't go into details, but it's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't see how it doesn't work out in my favor though, the situation. I just don't see it not working out in my favor. So mm -hmm. one thing about having clout and I, I really can't get into it, but I, I want to so badly yeah. is that in many negotiation scenarios, um, it really helps uh, because you control a lot of public perception 
And um, if you are in the right and yeah. someone's trying to take advantage of you, yeah. you just have to tell your story. If you're in the wrong, then you're in the wrong and it won't make a difference. But if you are truly in the right and someone mm -hmm. is trying to take advantage of you and you have a large platform, you have way more leverage than someone who does not. So um, I don't yeah. need to get, I, I am going on TV next week and I have all of this media set up because I have a lot of contacts. On media. TV? Oh, I'm going on, I'm going on international TV with 80 wow. million here. Wow, okay. And I can leverage all of this I have to negotiate in any situation. I'm not talking about any particular one right now, but any situation that could be in. And um, it just gives you way more leverage. And, uh, and, and not to even speak on the fact that I, I, was, going, I was going viral on TikTok, Reddit, and uh, Twitter this week. So like, if you're in a negotiation- And, and, and was, that, was that random when you went viral with that? Because that was old content, I think, right? It was like a week old content, yeah. Or two weeks old, three weeks old. But people just pick it up and they keep running yeah, with yeah. it. And yeah, so message yeah. me, hey, I saw this. Um, so the point is this whole thing is that if you find yourself in a shitty situation in life, um, you need to have leverage to figure out mm -hmm. how you can improve your outcome, right? The more leverage you have, the more resources you have, the better off you be. That's why rich people end up always on the plus side of bad situations because they have the resources. Yeah. So getting money is very important, but if you get clout, that's also very valuable too. Mm -hmm. Um, so my advice to the young people are, or whatever is like, if you want to create an audience, get a following, you want to make some money on TikTok or whatever, that's great. But the power that comes with being able to influence, it's really unmeasurable and you don't realize this until you get there. Oh, oh, very well said. Uh, awesome. Well, Ethan, appreciate it. I was it. kind of impressed after I said that too. I'm like, damn, that's pretty good. I, I never thought about that one. <laughs> so shit. Awesome, dude. Well, yeah, let's definitely, let's definitely stay in touch more. Um, sure. And yeah, actually might be in Miami in a couple of weeks. So um yeah let's hang out if you want to want to uh meet up or something all right cool man uh have a have a good weekend and uh yeah uh, appreciate the the conversation absolutely see you man right. see ya